up, everyone? It's the Jersey Sports Guys. We're back. We're doing wild card playoffs today, and we're also going to give you guys our MVP. So, Aaron, what's up? How you doing today, bro? I'm doing good. How are you, Kyle? I'm chilling. You know the vibes. Uh, yep. All right. Yeah. So, like Kyle said, we're gonna do our uh, our yearly, like I guess MVP slash yearly awards. I don't know. We'll see what we're gonna do. But uh, yeah, let's get into the first game. All right. So, I'm gonna do the first. We'll do the NFC games. We'll talk about them, and then we'll talk about the AFC games. So, yep. we have the Rams Seahawks. Who do you got in uh, that one? Rams Seahawks. Uh, this is a tough one because. The Rams, uh, you you saw them last week. They did beat the Cardinals, and you know they played the Cardinals. Last. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, so yeah, um, they beat the Cardinals last week, and everybody thought you know the Cardinals were going to go to the playoffs and win. And I I like the Rams defense last week, especially too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought they would played good, but um, I'm still going to have to go with the Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson in the playoffs is a is just a different kind of Russell Wilson, and I like DK Metcalf. So I think the, the Seahawks are, de- are going to take this one. So, yeah. See, I really should pick the Seahawks. Everything says that the Seahawks are going to win this game. But I do not want to play the Seahawks in the playoffs. I am hoping the Rams win, and I'm going to just pick them and hope that that gives them some type of luck. Yeah, I mean, I really, as a Packers fan, I want the Rams to win because, you know, that's an easier game than versus uh, – whoever else wins, I think the Rams are probably like, they're not the worst team in the playoffs, but they're definitely easier, especially since they're based in LA coming to Lambeau. That's like a whole different kind of uh, animal. Yep. So also Kyle, I forgot to uh, say this, but um, for the last week predictions, um, we tied, we were both 12 and four on the games last week. So that keeps our records. Uh, I'm up by one win. I don't remember exactly. I'll post it on, on our Instagram. Yeah, but it, it was one win. Yeah, we're separated by one. I'm up by one right now. So so it's still anybody's game. Yep, it's still it's it's getting close. All right. So next right. game, Aaron, we got the team of 2020, the team that just sums up 2020 in general, the football team, the team full of players whose one job is to play football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who do you have? Uh, I have the Buccaneers. I, I really, really, really want the Washington football team to win. But in Me reality, too. I don't think they're going to take it. I think it's going to be a very one-sided game for the Buccaneers. I think Tom great day. Um, even though they Mike Evans, he he's still questionable to play. Uh, it even without him, you got Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, uh, Rob Gronkowski. Like he's got OJ all those weapons Howard, on offense. Yeah, yeah, all those weapons on offense and their defense. You know, they can be good and they can. They're never bad. They're either good or like great. So I think their defense can definitely put up a fight against them. And you know, they really only have to lock down Terry McLaurin, and then that kind of stops the whole offense there because he's like their one big playmaker which I, mean, I think look, they can still Antonio do. Antonio Gibson and Logan Thomas have been pretty good for them too. Yeah, but I think Terry McLaurin's like the, the biggest threat out there. So oh, if, yeah, you're, sure. if you're going to shut down Terry McLaurin, it kind of gets harder for Alex Smith. But I also like what Bruce Arian said, and we're not playing a 7-9 and nine team. We're playing a 4-1 and one team because Alex Smith went 4-1 and one as a starter. Meanwhile, Dwayne Haskins, he, he's not on, even <sighs> on the team anymore. So I – yeah, I think uh, I think Bruce Arians has a good point there, 
And I think, you know, the Washington football team might put up a fight, but I don't know. I just have the Bucks taking it here. Yeah, like I know I took the Rams earlier, but I think they have a better shot of actually winning that game because of their defense. But I, as much as I want the football team to win, it would be the most 2020 thing if they beat the, the Bucks. But I am going to go with Tampa because once you, they have everything, they have everything going for them. The only thing is it's an away game, but it's not – Washington's, like, it is cold, but, like, Brady and Gronk, they're all used to – they're used to it. Antonio Brown's used to it. So they'll be fine in that weather. So I think the Bucs will, uh, will take this one for sure. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the Buccaneers, I, I don't think really going to Washington is that big of a deal for them. I mean, I know the change of temperature, but it's not like crowd involvement is going to really affect them like that much. Brady and Gronk were in Boston where it yeah, snowed and- all the time, and – AB was in Pittsburgh and it snowed too. And he was also in Boston for a little bit. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like what, like what you said about that. Like you were telling me about that about how like um, the we were talking about the Packers and how like I think their only contender really is um, the Buccaneers. And you said, or who I said, um, yeah, they're only contenders to Buccaneers because. Um, but I don't think they're going to be able to, like, you know, come to Lambeau and play in that freezing cold. And you said, you know, Tom Brady in the cold weather, like how he played in Boston. I mean, I understand that, but also he's been in Tampa for, like, the whole season now. So I yeah, think he's but been remember, he played to that. He's played, what, like 19 other seasons in cold weather? Yeah. So I don't think I don't think one year is going to change him that much. If Like, I'm not going to lie. I think Tampa's the scariest team in the NFC. I think they could go far. I think yeah, they – they're the team that could upset Green Bay. I yeah, don't want I mean, them to, but they could be. But even, like, I think Tom Brady, he's going to be shocked when he goes to Lambeau because he's, like I said, he's been in Tampa for the entire season. I know he's been in Boston, but, like, when you go start training, training in warmer weather and training in cold weather are two, like, completely different animals. So I think if he does go up to Lambeau, he's definitely going to be surprised at least a little bit. And I think A.B. is too because um, I think he had a house. He had a house in warm weather. I think it might have been L.A., and he he was down there when he wasn't when he was on suspension from the NFL. So AB's been in warm weather for a while, and uh, Gronk I think he's also been in warm. I think he, Gronk's been down in Florida, LA. Like I think he's been in warmer weather too. Gronk's been everywhere since yeah. he's been out of the NFL. Gronk's traveled, yeah. But um, yeah. Aaron, so the the last NFC game, and the re- there's a reason why I brought this one up. It's the somehow eight and eight Chicago Bears who just made the playoffs, even though getting embarrassed by the Packers against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the Saints, see, this is a really hard game to predict, even though people don't think it is. Because the Saints blow everything. The Saints can't play in the playoffs. They they just can't. Like, if, like as a Packer fan, I would rather play the Saints in the playoffs than play the Buccaneers. Bucks, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean. And it's not like, we played the Saints earlier this year, and we beat them at Lambeau. Yeah. No, it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't at Lambeau. It was at New Orleans. New Orleans, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, So, the weather wasn't even a factor then. Yeah. I mean, the Saints also, they play in a domed stadium. So, they're not used to cold weather whatsoever. No, not at all. So, I mean, the Bears, I I don't know. They they had good plays. Like, uh, Mooney, he had a really good game against the Packers. So, it's hard to predict, especially with the Bears defense, who is Mm -hmm. usually pretty, like, usually good. Um. So, and I, Drew Brees, he, he doesn't produce like he used to in the playoffs, but I'm still going to take the Saints here because I feel like they're the overall better team. 
and I feel like they have a better chance of making it into the second round than the Bears do. Okay, yeah. I agree. They definitely have a better chance, but you know what? I don't know why someone's telling me. I don't know if this is just God or someone. could be me. I could be totally wrong on this. I'm going to choose the Chicago Bears. I'm calling wow. another upset. I think the Bears will beat the Saints. That's a that's a bold pick. I think Trubisky goes into New Orleans and comes out with a big, fat W. Listen, I, I really hope he does. Like, I genuinely hope he does oh, so me he too. can I come to Lambeau and just get crushed. But, you know, yeah, re-sign Trubisky, you know, beat Saints. Go, you do you. But I, I don't think it's I, – I don't know. I feel like – I feel like if the Saints were to lose this game, they shouldn't even be talked about as a playoff contender anymore. Because if you're going to lose to a team that's eight and eight, like yeah. in the playoffs, I mean, this is a this is an easy win for them. Really, they got I mean, they got a, a really good offense, and their defense can hold up. And I don't know if you remember, but not too long ago in 2011, a nine and seven team just made it into the playoffs and went to a snowy field. And stunned yep. a fifteen yep. and one team. Yep. I'm not gonna say who, but anything's possible. Aaron. Yeah, anything is possible. I I like the saying where it's like the playoffs. Everybody's zero and zero again because records in the regular season don't matter once you're in the playoffs because nope. it's unpredictable. But I mean, th- I think this should be a win for the Saints. Um, so I, I mean, if the Saints were to lose this, Drew Brees should probably retire because. Yeah, I don't know. I feel it wasn't like the, a great year for him. Yeah, and I feel like the Saints are just in, like their defense. The Bears' defense is definitely better than the Saints, but the Saints, the Saints' offense is ten times better than the Bears' offense. So with Alvin Kamara, really, he's been having himself a good season. All you really got to do is you know set up screens. I feel like the Bears would you know not they they're not great on screens. I think. Um, some deep threats too, because you got you got Michael Thomas, who is a slant runner. That's all he does. You know, you can't run another route, so you got to find someone else to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like some deep threats could work. But, yeah, I I just feel the Saints are going to win. Uh, the Bears, I mean, they could totally upset them, and that I, I think everybody would be shocked. And, like, the Vikings upset the Saints two years, uh, the Minnesota uh, – Minneapolis Miracle. Oh, and uh, last year they upset them. So, you know – the the Saints have a record of losing to teams that they shouldn't lose to, so I wouldn't be surprised if they dropped it to the Bears. Yeah, all right. So enough with the a- NFC chat. Let's go to the AFC because these yeah. are a lot more competitive, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So we got a rematch of last year, actually. We got the Titans-Ravens. Yeah, um, Lamar Jackson last year in the playoffs, so what can I say? I didn't like him last year in the playoffs. Um, I didn't like how he played. I think that he, he was having an MVP season, and he had an MVP season before he went to the playoffs. And then when he went to playoff, it's like he forgot to practice or something. I just – I they weren't on their – they weren't on the ball. They they, they didn't produce, really. Um, and I feel like the Titans' defense has gotten worse since last year, though. So Lamar Jackson can come into here, and I think now he has experience being in, like, in the – like like what it's like to be in the playoffs and like, you know, what it's like to lose and like the feeling of losing in the playoffs. So he's lost twice. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Ravens could take it, but I'm taking the Titans here. I don't See, think, I don't think the I Ravens think this is when Lamar finally puts it all together. And you're going to see a trend by this with the rest of my picks. I'm going with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. 
That's I think I think it's Lamar's revenge game for the Titans. Yeah. So and th- the next game, which actually just happened this week, and now it's happening this next week, mm-hmm. the Steelers Browns again. I'm going Steelers here. The Browns they they lost or they no, they didn't lose. Sorry, they almost lost to Mason Rudolph, who was back up. So I mean, I real I mean, even though Mason Rudolph, like I said in the last podcast, that Mason Rudolph did have a great game against them. He had like 300 yards, two touchdowns, so he did have a good game. But I think when Big Ben comes in, he's gonna be able to you know beat the Browns. I think the Browns defense is they're okay, and but that 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 Steelers offense is they're definitely uh, like one of the best offenses when they're you know firing on all cylinders and actually going. And uh, I don't know. I don't think the Steelers are going to make it past the second round, but I think they can beat the Browns here. See, I told you I said I was going to show you a trend. I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. I know they just barely beat the Steelers. There was like a bunch of backup players. But Mason Rudolph actually played really well that game. Like, not a lot of people are talking about it. Mason Rudolph did play really well that game. And as much as, like, we can sit here and, like, be like, Big Ben's back, blah, blah, blah. Like, Big Ben's been okay this year. He hasn't been, like, amazing. Mm -hmm. And something's telling me Miles Garrett's just going to get to him and Denzel Ward's going to have a field day with Big Ben. I have Broadway Baker and the new – oh, I must say New York, sorry. And the (laughs) Cleveland Browns moving on to the divisional round. Yeah. um, I I don't know. I feel like either of these teams aren't going to make past second round, but the Steelers – I, I can't really even tell with them. They, they're, they're probably one of the worst um, twelve and four teams ever. But because we saw what happened to them, they started losing the games, and they didn't look like the Steelers they did in the first eleven weeks. But um, I don't know. I feel like they've lost that momentum, and the Browns have the momentum. But I don't know. I feel like if the Steelers can come out and actually play offense, then they're gonna win. No, yeah, I get that. But, okay, Aaron, our last and final game, this is – I think this is the easiest one to predict, in my opinion. Um, Once again, going with my trend, the Bills versus the Colts, who are you taking? Um, I mean, your trend here – I have the Bills, uh, but I don't really – you know, Josh Allen, he's been having a great season so far. So, I mean, it's not like it's going to be a breakout game for him. I think he's just going to keep it up. But I think the Bills are going to win you – know, Josh Allen's been having a great season. Stephon Diggs had the most receiving yards in the entire league. So, um, yeah, I'm taking the Bills here because, I mean, the Colts can be good, like we saw against the Packers. That was a rough game, but they can be good, but I think the Bills are better. So you're probably thinking my trend is that I'm taking all the worst teams. That's not my trend. You see, I took Baker Mayfield so far, and I took Lamar Jackson. I'm taking every quarterback from that draft class. I'm going Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills on this one. I think Rivers is not good. I think he's actually he is he should not start in the NFL. Like no offense, Phil, your time is done. I don't think there's any way the Colts are going to beat the Bills this week. Uh, I mean, I like I picked up on your trend, kind of like you're going uh with the um the quarterbacks you think are going to have breakout games and like from the draft class. From the I went, no, class. I went the same quarterbacks from that draft class. Every quarterback ah. that's in that draft class is still starting. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, but I feel like Phil Rivers, he's been having an okay season. Uh, he wants to come back and play next year. And 
I don't see a reason why they're not going to re-sign him because of he made them. He got them to the playoffs. I mean, true, true. Like that's all. That's really like that's like the stepping stone for re-signing. You go to the playoffs. Let Let's see how far well, Rivers they does go, has. But... Rivers has one more year on his contract, so he's not done. Yeah. Though. Yeah, but I mean, if he can make him to the playoffs next year, they might they might even resign because I don't think Jacob Eason uh, is ready to start in the NFL. No, so not yet. Either they're going to draft a new quarterback, and which I don't think they're going to do because they probably want to see how Jacob Eason pans out, even if it's like for another year or two. But I think they're going to at least sign Philip Rivers for another year after his contract's up. That's just my opinion. But okay, okay. All right, Kyle, we got the uh, it's the end of regular Saturday. season. End of the regular season, the MVP races, like, nobody's competing for the MVP anymore because it's playoff We all time. know who, like, Aaron, we both know who won it. So instead of, like, just talking about who's going to win it, we should just do, like, our top five most valuable players this year because yeah, both yeah. of us are going to say Rodgers deserves it. But, but, real quick, I want to say something here. The Packers right now, I feel like the three categories that, like, the main categories, MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, and Defensive Player of the Year – I feel like three different Packers could at could least all be in contention yeah. to that. They could all, they all, des- they could all like deserve to get it. But I'm just gonna say Aaron Rodgers is going to win MVP. I just think he's going to. It has um, to be. I think Devontae Adams can win Offensive Player of the Year. It's he gonna be Derrick Henry. Yeah, he only, but but Devontae Adams only played 14 games this year. Had 18, 18 touchdowns. touchdowns. I know. Uh, what was it like? How many? 1300 yards. 1300 yards and 100 and- plus catches. Yeah, hundred plus catches. He had a, one of the best seasons for a receiver, and he only played in fourteen games, which is crazy. He uh, and you know the defensive player of the year. I'm gonna ja say money. Is, yeah, Jair Alexander, Ja Island. Uh, he had he he doesn't had those interceptions, but if you watch him, like he um, doesn't let up passes. Yeah, nobody let me, can I, catch the ball. I'm gonna find it right now. Um, I sent it to you the other day, right? Okay. Week one against Adam Thielen, he had four receptions, six targets, 66 yards. Week two, Marvin Jones, two receptions, three targets, 11 yards, and a pass breakup. Uh, week three against Emmanuel Sanders, zero receptions for one target, zero yards, pass breakup. Uh, week four, Calvin Ridley, zero receptions, two targets, zero yards. Uh, week six, Mike Evans, zero receptions, one target, zero yards. Week seven, Will Fuller, zero receptions, one target, zero yards, one pass breakup. Um Week eight against Justin Jefferson, who's been having a great season. One reception, two targets for only 12 yards. Week nine, Richie James, who, you know, he's, he's been okay. Uh, one reception, one target, five yards. Um, week 11, T.Y. Hilton, zero receptions, one target, zero yards. Week 12, Allen Robinson, three receptions, four targets, 28 yards. Uh, week 13, Alshon Jeffrey, zero receptions, one target, zero yards. Week 14, Marvin Jones Jr., one reception, two targets, five yards, one pass breakup. Um, week 15, uh, Robbie Anderson, one target, three, I mean, one reception, three targets, six yards. Week 16, AJ Brown, one reception, one target, 10 yards. And week 17, Allen Robinson, zero reception, zero targets, and zero yards. If that is doesn't speak to like defensive player of the year, I don't know what does. Uh, let's his highest game that like reception is against Allen Robinson for only 28 yards. That's you see, he's holding most players to a catch or under. That's absurd. Like, yeah. he's not getting turnovers, but he's not letting the receiver open at all. Like, you're hearing one target, two targets, three targets. Like, the quarterback's not looking for that player because that player can't get open because Jair's doing yeah. such a good job covering. Yeah. 
Jair locks him down. I mean, Xavier Howard, he's had the interceptions this year, but nobody, I don't, I don't think I've seen anyone in like the past couple years lock down number one receivers this well. Like it's insane how he does it. I, I, like, yeah, like you said, quarterbacks are not even looking to their number one threat because they know Jair is going to be there. Yeah, it's, like, it's it's absurd. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's been having a great season. And me and my friend argue a lot about who is the best cornerback in the league, and he says Jalen Ramsey a lot, and I say Jair Alexander. Now, that might be a little biased, but I just read you the numbers, and, like, name me one other cornerback in, like, the past 10 years or something like that who's put up those numbers. Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, Stefan Gilmore is like the only one you can name of, and mm-hmm. and you know, this season anyway, he he's not been he hasn't been putting up like those numbers. All right, yeah. So Aaron, before yep. we go, the last thing: who were your top five most valuable players this year? Um, hmm. this is this is hard for me. I think number five, I'm gonna have Aaron Donald. Okay, because like you said, he's been having a great season. Um. Number four, hmm. I'm gonna say TJ Watt. That's okay. probably uh like a unconventional one, but last podcast we talked about him and if he is like if he is even close to Aaron Donald, which I personally think he's been having a great season. He's been one of the, he's been like sort of putting that defense on his back for the Steelers. I mean, like last year the Steelers defense was great, and now the Steelers defense, they're they're I I don't. I think they're good, but they're not like last year. But T.J. Watt has been producing like insane numbers, so I have him there. Number three, I have Derrick Henry. He's always in the MVP talk. He's he's just he puts that team on his back. Um, yeah. Number two, I got Josh Allen. Uh, you, I, he, I think he's been having a wonderful season. I think he's been uh, just doing great in general. Um, and number one, I have Aaron Rodgers. You all know why he's. You can see the numbers. Um, but one thing I do want to say, some people are probably going to be surprised that I didn't put Patrick Mahomes on this list. Yeah, I but, was going to say. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like I, – I I think he is should definitely be talked about MVP more. Like, or should – no, he's been talked about MVP a lot. But I think – I don't know. I feel like these other guys kind of not really deserve it, but, like, have put up, like, more out – like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They've had more breakout seasons this year than Patrick Mahomes has. He's been having a great season, but he's been consistent with those numbers, which, I mean, is great. And consistency is one of the main factors that should be looked at. But I feel like these guys are – I feel like these guys are deserved to be talked about more because they – I mean, Patrick Mahomes already won an MVP. He's probably going to win six more or something like that. But I don't know. I feel like these guys have been having great seasons, and they should be talked about more. If I was being like – uh, like non, or what's what am I looking for here? Um, if I was, if I was um like really trying to um like like just stats wise, I would put Patrick Mahomes as probably number two, but I don't know. I feel like these guys are putting their teams on their backs and really deserving of MVP. No, I actually do. I I like I respect your list. That's that's very creative. I actually do, I I do like the players you put in there. My list is going to be a lot more basic. You kind of know it already. I have one shocker. But, like, number five for me is Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. He's been great this year for Buffalo. They've looked amazing. He's been amazing. Number four, Derrick Henry, 2,000 yards. Been a monster. Yep. And then this is the one that shocks everyone. I told you about this. Um, I know his team went, like, 4-12, and and they were terrible. But 
Deshaun Watson. And I yeah. know you're thinking, it's like, they didn't make the playoffs. They came last in the division. How could he be an MVP? He was the only, I remind you, the only quarterback to finish top three in every single stat. Yeah. So, like, you can talk about how bad the team is, but you can't blame it on Deshaun Watson. He was a top three quarterback in every single stat. He did yeah. his job. And I loved it when J.J. Watt apologized. I was just about to bring he, that up. Because he knew. He knew it yeah. wasn't Watson's fault. There's no way you can blame this on Deshaun Watson. He did everything yeah. in his power. They don't have any offense. Like, zero. He had Deshaun a career Watson year and they went that up. 12. Yeah, the Texans have zero offense. They have a pretty bad offensive line, and he put up those numbers. That's crazy. He should be talked about in MVP race more. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, that was just my little take on that. But yep. anyways, guys, this was the Jersey Sports. Wait, guys. wait, you forgot to do your top two. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I told you it's basic. My top two, spoiler alert, number two, Patty Mahomes. He's yep. always been amazing. He, he's amazing every year. And then number one. The best quarterback in the league this year, by yep. far. It's not even a question. 44 to 5. More touchdowns than punts. 48 Aaron, to 5. Sorry, yeah, 48, because punt Packers had 46 punts. It's yep. it's a no question. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, I also want to add something about Patrick Mahomes. Like for MVP race, I also think that his offense has been just like perfect conditions for him. You know, Tyree Kale, uh, Miko Hardman, Sammy Watkins, like he has all those threats. Meanwhile, like the other guys I talked about, like Travis been, Kelsey, best tight end in football. Yeah, yeah. I think these other guys have been, you know, putting their teams on their backs when they really don't have like a lot of other threats on offense. Like they've been carrying their load or defense. So that's why, in in my opinion, Patrick Mahomes wasn't on my list. Fair enough. But I yeah, these were our wild card predictions for uh, the playoffs, and yeah. This was the Jersey Sports guys. I'm Kyle. I'm Aaron. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.